0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for the final day of the trading week and it's time therefore for the opening, a slightly late opening today for various reasons. And Nick Kunzer is with me from Sandland Private Wealth in Johannesburg. Uh, Nick, you woke up this morning. Well, you were, you were already mm-hmm. awake, you're up at 5.30, mm-hmm. and suddenly around about 7.03 or something, you would have seen the news flash across your screen about Mr. and Mrs. Trump, the um, President of the United mm-hmm. States, and the First Lady having contracted coronavirus. It was almost an inevitability, given the very casual attitude that he's employed towards masks and things, uh, but still, uh, still a bit of a shock.
1: Yeah, it was morning, Lindsay. Yeah, exa- that's exactly right. I mean, I was, I was literally at my desk at 6 a.m., as I always am, and I was putting together the morning note to go out, and uh, I was putting this whole pitch about Jobs Friday and the non-farm payrolls numbers, and I was getting all the numbers and putting it together, and of course, as you said, just after 7 o'clock, that news sort of flashed across the wires, and I actually sort of caught out the corner of my eye. The S&P all of a sudden dropped a percent. And I went looked for the news feed and there it was uh, that, that President Donald Trump and and his wife have quarantined with the coronavirus. So uh, initial real risk off, I mean, gold trading uh, 1888 very quickly popped up to uh, to at one point um, to 1915, a really big jump up in the gold price. Because mm. uh, we actually had a stronger dollar coming in. Uh, and then risk took a, took a real smack. And, and the S&P at one point trading... um below sort of 3,300, although it has subsequently bounced back a little bit. But I think this changes the sort of rules for now. Um, and the reason I think the markets aren't down even more is I don't know if people actually understand where we go from here. <clears> of <throat> course, we have 32 days until the November 3rd elections, um, and I think everything was fairly mapped out and how we play it, et cetera. Now all those rules are out the window I don't know how you play this I mean if he what happens if he gets more ill um, exactly. and he's unable to, to contest the elections do that do the the Republicans have to put through another uh, another candidate um, I don't know how this plays out really and I, and, I, and, I, and I, quite frankly I mean when the the market initially, sort of it's bounced back it was down two percent it's only down one i mean my question to two clients was like why on earth would you buy this market we just don't know if anything you've got to think that the the rules the the the, the certainly
0: things are skewed to the downside in the, in the near term definitely yeah indeed there are so many imponderables i think they you, in, written into the u.s constitution is that if he's incapacitated then mike pence uh, takes over his duties but whether he takes over his candidacy for president mm. one doesn't know and as is quite rightly say so. maybe they choose somebody else. I don't know. But whatever happens, it, it 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 promotes uncertainty, and markets don't like uncertainty, especially at their elevated levels. But of course, the S and P was down about one and a half percent at one stage. Then it was down point eight percent, and so uh, what is it down about one point one percent weaker now? Uh,
1: no, it's exactly a percent weaker. It's it's bounced back. It its worst was almost two percent down. So that's half. It's bounced back a half. But I don't know if that's just algos or uh, the dip buyers coming in. Because quite frankly, I don't see any reason to, to buy risk at this moment. And then of course we've got the uh, job uh, payrolls number later as well. So I think for me.
0: The risks have just been elevated exponentially in the last few hours. Yeah, it really does add some spice to an already spicy dish. Now, Sassel—that was another one that came out. Uh, Mm. We were expecting this, of course, but uh, the details are there. They're selling 50% of Lake Charles, forming a JV with the company to which they're selling it, and they get two billion dollars for it. Now, taking all the calculations roughly on the back of a matchbox, they paid six billion for the the 50% that they've just sold. Okay,
1: so it, it gets a little bit more complicated. That is the the back of the matchbox, and that was initially my, my first response. Well, it they cost them 13 billion to do this, they've solved this, mm. and, you know, it's the loss, et cetera. It's actually not that simple. I got corrected by our clever boys in, on our Cape Town meeting this morning. Yeah. So, it's, it's 50% of the – it's not 50% of the entire Lake Charles. It's 50% of a certain portion of Lake Charles. So uh, I got corrected. So it actually works out to be about 25% that they've sold of oh. the whole project. Yeah, know no. I- Got, I got corrected and my knuckles sort of wrapped for this. Um, but it is a little bit uh, skewed when you read it. You automatically think it's half, but it's actually not. So it's, it's 50% of a certain portion of the project and the chemical project. Um, and the new venture – I actually wrote this on, so It was quite funny, these names that come out. It's called the Louisiana uh, Integrated Polyethylene Project is the new name it's going to be. Um, so – yeah, exactly. know anyway, it's about 25%. So it's, it's not as bad. But um, the debt certainly by year, end will drop from about 10 to about 8 so, it takes about $4 billion of the total debt by year end, which I think is a bit of a positive. But um, I think overall, I mean, I think long-term shareholders are just a little bit disappointed because they, as you said, you, your first impression is, oh, my goodness, you spent $13 billion doing this and you're selling half for two. Um, you know, those maths do not sound good. And and initially, initially, the stock was up a couple of percent because I think, I think their debts is going to be paid down and, and it looks like that rights issue might certainly be off the table although in the in the commentary they did say they're still looking at doing it by um by early next year but uh i was told to wait for more feedback apparently there's a management call at two o'clock South african time this afternoon uh, and a lot of people are going on because i'm going on to that call because it still requires i believe shareholder approval and a few others um to get through because it's what they call a, a stage one or case one or something so it needs shareholder approval so it's not quite done deal yet i think it's more positive of negative, and I think the share price today, uh, down 2.7%, is more off because of the fact that oil is down about seven percent in two days, uh, mm. than just this fact. So I, th- I think it's. I'm on the fence with this one. I'm not sure how positive it is, and I don't think it's too negative either.
0: Okay, let's have a look at the spot prices. After all, the news that we've just imparted, the dollar rand is 16.67. A British pound against the rand. Is 2153 and the euro rand is 1955 with the euro dollar 11730, which is a slightly uh, stronger US dollar, slightly weaker euro. Um, last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was up around about 0.4 percent. The S and P was up. Just over 0.4%, and the Nasdaq was flat for a change. Obviously, Dow Jones, uh, S and P, and Nasdaq futures are chopping around all over the place. But let's call it one percent down for most of them. Slightly more on the on the Nasdaq um, this morning in the Far East. Tokyo down two thirds of a percent. I think it's just come back after a, a break because of technical reasons, hasn't it, Nick? The, the, the Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah.
1: Interesting enough, it was actually the first time that the, the, that they've cancelled an the entire day of trade since the electronic platform listed in the 80s so it's quite a big story yes but they're back online today look there's a lot of just a heads up there's a lot of, of asian markets that are shut mm. um if i'll actually look at who's actually closed today just to bring in perspective we've got china's closed hong kong's closed taiwan's closed south korea's closed and india also closed so very muted trade over in the far east this morning london's open
0: because of the late start for our opening Correct. um footsie down about half a percent dax down 0.7 cac down 0.6 But that was 15 minutes ago so maybe they've gone further or upwards. Uh, what's the FTSE doing? That's my favorite. Uh, FTSE is down p-
1: a half percent at the moment. It's down yeah. a percent. It's also come back a half. Um, I was actually we were chatting this morning on uh, our morning note, just speaking about the FTSE. And we, we, amongst all the noise, we've kind of forgotten that this Brexit sort of soap opera is still – playing out as we speak um, and yesterday I, I believe there was news that um, the European Union is going to be uh, either suing Britain or something of the European Commission legal action against the UK I mean there's talks with Brussels. it really has I mean, the pound has been quite weak off the back of it but um, I don't know if you can shed some lights on it but that saga still
0: just sounds like it's carrying on it is carrying on, and there's, there's two camps. One that says uh, we're going to walk away from this, and uh, mm. the Britain that is, and then we'll do we'll do trade deals elsewhere, and we'll be a hard Brexit. And other people are saying, well, in fact, uh, the European Union is going to come back at the last minute because they want to deal as much as the as Britain does. So they'll all it'll it'll be done at the last minute, but uh, nobody knows. But as you say, it's been sort of lost in the the fog of other matters. The gold price is nineteen. Sorry, to-
1: i just I just, just yeah? comment now. I'm just just, just coming across my my hot screen now. Betfair suspends betting on U.S. elections
0: for what it's worth. That's interesting.
1: I suppose because they Hmm. don't know
0: how to price it. I mean, because they don't know who's. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, okay. No, that's that's a good one. These bookmakers know know a lot more than we think they do. Gold price is doing very nicely. Uh, Nineteen twelve, as you mentioned at the moment. The platinum price is up nine to eight ninety three. Gold price, incidentally, twenty five dollars better since yesterday. I've got that, and uh, the oil price. Taking it on the chin for the second day in a row, uh, off its lows, but uh, nearly 3% down for the West Texas and the same for uh, Brent crude, nearly 3% weaker, 37.59 and 39.71 respectively. Yeah, and that'll be the big influence on Sassel until after that investor call at mm. 2 o'clock, of course. Yeah, good. Uh, what else have we got? What are we looking forward to? Of course, the big one at 2, isn't it, 2.30 yeah. non-farm payrolls? Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm a little bit disappointed because I look forward to this. This is sort of my number I've always sort of watched for decades and I've been in the markets we always waited for the weekly job that was the biggest market move and there's opportunity as a trader to always make money off the back of it so a little bit a little bit myth, but it's been a sort of uh, put on the sidelines a bit was with, obviously with the, with the high-level news of Donald Trump. But anyway, uh, Jobs Friday, so it's the last uh, jobs report before the U.S. elections, so it is quite important. Uh, we're looking for non-farm to fall about 850,000 jobs, um, excluding payrolls, I expect to fall 850, and uh, employment rate, also the headline number we're looking for. We're looking for a number of 8.2 mm. for the month of September from 8.4. And there's a couple of other stuff out We've got commerce department with factory orders, we've got mission consumers, sentiment so it actually is a quite a busy diary this so uh, there should be some movement needless to say
0: very good let's have a look at the uh, major movers after what is now uh, an hour and a half of trading car track goodness me he said uh, it's such a good time is that, mm, this it's right. a
1: great little story
0: eh? it's up at 16% now and it was one of the be- best performers over the last quarter as well sappy up 8.1% my goodness me that's a good move put my glasses on is that correct yeah 8% up for for sappy it's also up 7.6 mc group Also soaring up seven percent this Mm. morning. Some goods it was probably choppy trade, but anyway, on the downside, Mm. some also some pretty glamorous moves. RB Platts down seven point six, Anglo American platinum down seven and a half, Northern down seven and a third, and out of the platinum sector we've got MTN down nearly seven percent and redefined down nearly six percent. Some stuff going on this morning, Nick.
1: No, there's a lot of stuff to digest.
0: The car track's an interesting one. Actually, it's a small
1: cap, but a lot of people are talking about it over the last year. They... They they passed a milestone which made sort of made the news a few months ago where they got they had over a million subscribers in North America. Yeah, and I think it's sort of a few sort of the the smaller cap uh, sort of J C Market Watchers commented like here's one to keep an eye on. They you know they all didn't go into uh, Australia like everyone else did and got their fingers burnt, but they seem to be making waves in North America and it's actually quite a good little story. They could, they head is the back of just off Young Smart Avenue in Rosebank. Um, up here in Johannesburg and uh, really, really solid numbers. And if you look at what that share price has actually done, I mean, this stock was 15, 16 rand a year ago and it's 38 bucks today. Mm. So it really is, uh, I don't know, one, yeah, maybe a good little SA success story there. So here's one to watch. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, you know, Sassel, I mean it's yeah, you know, overruled that on the downside, but overruled I think by this this uh, oil price down almost what seven, eight percent Lindsay in the last sort of uh, twenty four hours. So yeah. that's gonna be one to keep an eye on. But in general I think uh, everything's sort of taking the backseat to, to
0: the coronavirus, Mr. Trump story, and watch how this is gonna play out. Jolly good. Give us the indices after just over an hour and a half of trading on mm. this final trading day of the week. Yeah, our final trade
1: of the week. We are off the uh, off the lows, but we're still down 443 points, 0.82% on the all share, holding this level of 54,002. Uh, top 40, is pretty much the same. Also 0.87% down, 26 uh, sorry, 49,725 back under 50k, unfortunately. And if we look at the biggest movers on the day, utilities 4.35% higher, technology shares getting a little bit of a bid, uh, 0.2%. But other than that, most of the indices on the downside, energy down 0.21%, basic materials down 1%, healthcare down 1.03%, financials, I don't know why, because the rand's a little bit stronger, but that index down 1.31%, and the biggest lag on the board today, consumer cyclicals, 1.69% down.
0: Nick, thanks so much for your time this morning. Uh, Nick Kunzer is from and Private Wealth. That was the opening, and Nick will be back with me for the 5 o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy, position, or